Amen. Today we're going to continue our series called um, The Battle, Born for Battle. And um, we're doing something a little different for Mother's Day in that we're going to we're going to stay in the sermon series and we're going to talk about the battle that every mother faces. Father, I pray that you just help us today as we just look to your word. And I pray that you would, God, that you would just release your spirit over this place and cause, Lord, the spirit of encouragement and grace to be upon every mother that is here today. Lord, we love you and we thank you for the privilege of just being able to be encouraged in your word. In Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. And we've been talking about the fact that the moment a person becomes a Christian, they're born in the battle by virtue of their spiritual birth. The Bible says in Ephesians six twelve that uh, we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers, authorities in the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, against evil spirits in the in the heavenly places. There's a heavenly battle that's going on. There's a spiritual battle that every Christian faces in the spirit realm. But I also believe that every mother, the moment she gives birth to a child, is thrust into a major spiritual battle as well. Uh, there is a battle that every mother faces. And uh, you heard some of it just then in the video. But Judges 2.10 says, After that generation died, another generation grew up who did not acknowledge the Lord or remember the mighty things he had done for Israel. As it happened to the children of Israel, our society is always just one generation away from walking away from the values that matter most. We're really just one generation away from serving the Lord, Right? And that's why the church needs to remember, number one, that God puts great value and importance on our children, and so should we. In, the, in Psalm 127 and verse 3, it says, Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from Him. Now, according to the Scriptures, children are considered to be a gift from the Lord. God rewards us as adults with the blessing of children. But now, ironically, in today's society, children can easily be viewed as a nuisance or a burden. In today's society, children are easily uh, undervalued and overlooked and told to be quiet and to stay in the corner. But Jesus didn't see children that way. Jesus put a high value on children. In Matthew nineteen thirteen, it says, Then little children were brought to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples rebuked those who brought them. And Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Now, the disciples were totally overlooking the value and the importance of children And Jesus has to set them straight. And he says, hey, I'm building my kingdom here. And my kingdom is comprised of many children, just like you see right here. So, hey, take good care of them. Amen. And so as a church, we need to also be reminded that God expects the church to take care of his children. He expects us to to uh, to watch out for them. We need we need to do all we can to take care of our children and help them grow in their faith. Is that right? 
In Matthew 18, 10, it says, Beware that you do not despise or feel scornful towards or think little of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven, their angels always are in the presence of and look upon the face of my father who's in heaven. Now, Jesus was saying, hey, guys, take care of my children and don't forget, I got some angels watching over them. I got angels watching over my children, and I believe these angels are giving Jesus a daily report on how they're getting treated by the church. Amen. So we better do a good job and take care of our children. Are y'all with me out there? Are y'all hearing me out there? Children are valuable. They're important, right? Moms know this. Children matter to God, and they should matter to us. And finally, as a church, we need to also be reminded that God puts great value and importance on the mothers that take care of his children. Remember when Jesus was getting ready, he was on the cross and he was worried about his own mom. The world may not put much value on motherhood, but God puts great value and importance on mothers. In Proverbs 14 and 13, it says, the, the wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears it down. God puts high value on mothers. And the reason he puts high value on mothers is because mothers are the primary builders of a healthy and spiritually strong family and spiritually strong children. You know, we spend so much money and we spend so much time trying to rehab and transform and and change adults. But if we just put more focus on really doing the job whenever they're children, we would be better off. And mothers are the most vital piece to keeping the church strong and building another godly generation. Amen? Because if we lose one generation, we've lost our culture. I also believe that this concerning mothers, that Satan will do all he can to remove mothers from their position because of their value. Listen, the devil will, will do all he can to distract you, to discourage you, and to remove you from the position as a mom that God has given you as a mom. You know, the Apostle Paul recognized the importance of mothers and uh, and their value in building the kingdom of God. And you remember in 2 Timothy 1 and verse 5, in speaking to Timothy, he says this, I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. And I know that the same faith continues strong in you. This is why I remind you to fan in a flame the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. Now, I want you to put this in, in context or in perspective. God recognized that the strong spiritual gift that was in Timothy was evident because primarily because of the strong influence of his grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice. Amen. And so I believe God's great value and importance uh, in mothers uh, and, and he, he just thinks that their role is of utmost importance because they're critical to building a strong foundation in a, in a young person's life. And the scripture says, if you will help children and you will point them and you will nurture them and you give them direction, it's very unlikely that they will ever depart from that. Amen. Think about how much the church would lose or would have lost had not Miss Lois and Miss Eunice done their job. We would have had Timothy. 
We wouldn't have the strong warrior that Timothy was. And so we give credit to Timothy. We quote his words and we talk about how wise he was. But listen, Timothy was formed on the lap of a mother. She learned, he learned about God and the character of God on his mother's lap. Amen. Come on. The church is a lot richer because Miss Lois and Miss Eunice stayed in their posts. Amen. Think about if they were abandoned their role. Think about if they wouldn't have spent the time in nurturing. If Miss Lois would have, would have neglected Miss Eunice and if Miss Eunice would have neglected Timothy, we would not have the Timothy that we know today. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say this, for the church to continue to be strong. We need mothers to be warriors in the kingdom of God. They need to be warriors. Amen. We desperately need every mom to be a spiritual warrior who will fight and win the spiritual battles that they face each and every day. If the church is going to continue to be strong. I thought about four different battles that every mom has to win. And the first one is this. The battle of maintaining your role as a mother, which I've kind of hinted on already. But, you know, our society is putting less and less value and importance on the role of mothers. And our society says this. Staying home and raising children is a waste of time. That's what the world says. Satan tells moms, you're throwing your life away by spending your life raising children. And it's keeping you from enjoying your own life. These are the whispers of the enemy. It's it's a battle moms face each and every day. But moms, let me give you three reasons why you need to not listen to the enemy and state your post. Number one, your children need your unconditional love. You know, the greatest need in the world is unconditional love. You know, they say that the major reason why we have so much dysfunction, so many habits, hurts and hang ups, it's because of the absence of unconditional love. Without unconditional love, we become a broken, dysfunctional society. And moms, nobody has the ability to love a child unconditionally like their mother. And all the moms said, Matthew 18, 5 says, whoever welcomes a little child like this in my name welcomes me. So moms, remember, every time you love on your child, you're in essence loving on Jesus himself. Don't think that being a mom is unspiritual. It is as spiritual as anything you ever do. And every time you love your child, know that you're helping the Lord build a strong warrior in God's kingdom. Amen. They got some warriors being raised up right now in the body of Christ. Amen. The next Billy Graham and the next strong prophets and evangelists on the earth. They're being raised right now in homes. The second reason you shouldn't abandon your post is your children need your spiritual guidance. The best place for children to learn about the Lord is in their home on the lap of their mom. Amen. The psalmist said in Psalm 24, 11, the psalmist said this. Children, come and listen to me and I will teach you to worship the Lord. You know, somebody said the greatest method of learning is not an academic lesson, but rather the strong impression and picture of a positive role model. Come on, how many of you know we learn more by what we see than what we hear? Amen? 
And so, moms, you have an awesome opportunity to leave a lasting spiritual impression on your children, teaching them by your example that the Lord is important and they need to live for the Lord and worship the Lord with all of their might. Amen. Listen, nobody's going to teach your children about serving and worshiping the Lord like you will. You have the greatest influence. And by the way, it's God given. And so the church needs moms who will not get distracted but will take the time to give their children spiritual guidance. Third reason you shouldn't abandon your post is this. Your children need your godly discipline. The Bible says in Proverbs 29 and 18, discipline your children while they are young enough to learn. If you don't, you are helping destroy. You are helping them destroy themselves. They need they need godly discipline. Listen, who's going to teach our children Order and responsibility if our moms don't. Who's going to teach our children manners and respect of, of other human beings? If our mothers don't. Who's going to teach our children the value of hard work and good effort if our mothers don't? Listen, mothers, if you stay in position as a mother, what you're doing is you're teaching your children the disciplines that they need to be successful in life. You know, it takes a lifetime to undo what happens to a child if they don't have the envir- that special environment? Bottom line is we need mothers who will win the spiritual battle of staying in their position and overcome Satan's strategy to try to get you out of position. Are you all hearing me out there? The second spiritual battle every mother has to win is not just staying in position, but number two, the battle of feeling like a failure. Now, if Satan can talk... Uh, can't talk you into abandoning your role as a mother, then what he'll do is he'll try to make you f- powerless by making you feel like you're a failure. Now listen, regardless of how good of a mom you are, I think Satan will try to make every mother feel like they are a failure. Satan will tell you lies like this. You're a terrible mom. You should feel ashamed of yourself. He'll tell you, you're not nearly as sweet as the neighbor's mom. Mandy has better birthday parties for her children than you do. Your children probably hate you because you're way too hard on them. And then Satan, will he'll bring accusation after accusation, trying to discourage the mom and make her feel like a failure. How can you keep doing something that you feel like you're a failure at? And so listen, and then... And then you have what's called Facebook and Instagram. Satan will use Facebook and Instagram for his purpose to make sure you feel or make sure that you feed those feelings of failure because there's always a mom doing something bigger and better than you are. Amen. And so listen. Moms, listen, Satan is always trying to get you to compare yourself to the neighbor and to the next to your friend and all this stuff. And and his only purpose is to try to discourage you and make you feel like a failure. So you don't have the passion and energy and strength to keep at it. But don't listen to him. Amen. Galatians six says, pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done. And you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. So moms, stay off Facebook. Amen. Quit looking at Instagram. Amen. 
And just do the best job you can and trust God with the rest and know that God is in control. Amen. The third spiritual battle I think that every mom has to win is the battle of physical exhaustion. And all of a sudden I heard mom say. So listen, if Satan can't get you to abandon your posts, he can't make you feel like a failure. He'll just try to wear you out to the point that you're totally depressed. Galatians 6, 9 says, let's not get tired of doing what it is, what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Now, the truth is, sometimes we do get tired of doing what is good. Is that right? We get tired of doing what is good. And isn't it true? Mother's job seems to never be done. Come on, moms, help me preach this morning. There's always another meal to cook. Another batch of clothes to wash, baths to take, house to clean, errands to run, bills to pay. And then there's a husband in some cases, right? And that sinks you right there. Tanya showed me a, a, a cartoon uh, just a couple of days ago that I thought was quite humorous. And it, uh, it was a cartoon saying to a mother, hey, mom. We hired somebody to take your place where you're out this weekend. And then in the cartoon, it shows this crowd of people. And there's an electrician, a teacher, a nurse, a cop, a coach, a friend, a maid, a pastor, a counselor, a financial advisor, a playmate, etc., etc. This huge crowd of people. Amen. And so, come on, does that sound like a mom? You know, the job of mothering requires moms to be all things to all men. Amen. And God only knows how exhausting the job of a mother can be. No doubt one of the battles every mother faces is the battle of getting emotionally and physically exhausted. Listen, every mom that's feeling that way and you're ready to quit, please don't quit. Please don't quit. Stay in the game and know that your toil is not in vain, that you're making a difference. Amen. Galatians 6, 9. Remember the last part of that verse. It says, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. Hey, we need to know that we're changing a life for the kingdom and for the glory of God. Amen. Even if you can't see it right now, and even though you're not hearing it right now, even though your children are not spending great effort trying to tell you about what a great mom you are, you got to know that in the eyes of God, you're doing something special and he's got his eye on you. Amen. The fourth spiritual battle every mother has to win is the battle of feeling all alone and without support. You know, I'm thinking of all the single moms out here this uh, this morning, the single moms that don't have a husband to help them bathe the children. And, and tend to the kids. You have to be a breadwinner. You have to be a homemaker. You you have to fill multiple roles, but you're just one person. I just can't imagine how, how, how hard that is. I'm thinking of all the moms that haven't had the privilege of having their mom around to show them the ropes of how to be a mom. You know, listen, uh, either because they died prematurely or because their their mother's own brokenness they haven't been able to help. They haven't been able to encourage and strengthen. You know, I remember like when Olivia was born, we spent the first week at Mr. Aaron and Miss Louise's house. 
And I was grateful for that. Amen. You know, I'm thinking of all the moms that have haven't had mom just, you know, their mom just abandoned them. And now they're left to themselves trying their best to do the job, but they haven't had any kind of role model. Listen, there's way too many moms that don't have the support of their own mothers to help them and encourage them and show them how to be a mom. And they feel all alone. You know, mom came to Tanya and I uh, not long ago on a Sunday morning and shared with us that she had recently talked to her mother after 29 years. 29 years. And her mom is is reaching out to her because of an offense somewhere back there. And now her mom is ailing, probably close to expiring. And now her mom is finally reaching out with tears coming down her eyes. She said, I talked to my mom this week for the first time in 29 years. She's gone without the love and the support of her mom. And I know there's moms in this room right now you're trying to do the best that you can and you tr- you feel like you're all alone. So let me just stop to say, fathers, husbands, your wife needs your help. Your wife needs your support. Is that right, mom? Am I on the right track, moms? Yeah, every mom does. And so listen, I know being a mother is not an easy role. Being a mother is a battle. And I believe that every battle, every battle that a a mother is facing today, God wants to help you. And I believe the moment you gave birth to that child, you got thrust into a spiritual battle because Satan knows the value that you have on building the kingdom of God. And if he can't remember, he went after Jesus when Jesus was a baby. He went after Moses when Moses was a baby. He knows if he can take if he can take God's posterity out whenever they're young, then he's got them defeated. Satan knows the value and the role that you play. And so he will do everything he can to discourage you and to get you out of the game. But you got to stay. We need warrior mothers. We need warrior. You know, when we think of war, let's go out and do warfare. I'm telling you, every mom does warfare on a daily basis. Amen. Every day they're doing warfare. So now let's conclude with some powerful truth that every mother needs to know. And the first truth is this. The Lord will give you the grace to fulfill your role as a mother. Amen. First Thessalonians uh, 524 says, Faithful is he who calls you, and he also will bring it to pass. Amen. Remember, if you're a mother, it's not an accident that you're a mother. God saw fit to make you a mother. And if he saw fit to make you a mother, I believe the Lord knows that you can do it. Amen. And listen, if he's called you, then you can count on him to be faithful, to give you everything you need to fulfill your role. You know what faithful means? That you can be, he can be trusted. He can be relied on. Amen. Y'all believe that this morning? In other words, be confident that God, through his grace, he will help you. Philippians 1.6 says, I am certain 
that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Remember in the video, the mother said, I think I need to be more patient. You know, they looked at the negatives and what they were doing. And then the children came right behind and said, my mom is my hero. My mom is the greatest. My mom is the best. They saw their moms in a great way. Listen, moms, you might feel like you're failure, but every time you love on them, you discipline them, you encourage them, you correct them, you helping mold another warrior in the kingdom of God. Amen. The second truth is this. Be encouraged. The Lord will help you overcome those feelings of failure and help you be successful. In other words, God will not only help you stay and fulfill your role as a mother, he will help you. He will help you be successful. What does Philippians 4.13 say? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Listen, you might have a thousand voices telling you about what a terrible and horrible mom you are, but you need to get your eyes on the word of God and you need to know that God, God is the one that allowed you to give birth to that child and God is the one that's going to give you the grace and you can be an incredible mom. Just stay in the game and let God help you. Amen. And then the fourth, the third truth is this. The Lord will give you the strength to make it. Jeremiah 31, 25 says, I will refresh the weary and satisfy the faint. Amen. Listen, every mom that's about to collapse, every mom that's about to give up, don't give up. Turn your eyes towards Jesus and he's going to give you strength. He's going to refresh. Know that you're in the calling of God. Know that you're in the will of God. You know, a lot of times the the fatigue comes from feeling like you're unappreciated, you're undervalued, and that what you're doing is not making a difference. But you need to know that the Lord thinks greatly of you. And the Lord thinks you're doing a great job. And the Lord wants you to do what you're doing. And so he's going to open up heaven and give you all the grace you need to do what you're called to do. Second Corinthians 12, 9 says, my grace is all you need. And my power, listen, works best in weakness. The weaker you are, the greater recipient you are to experience the power and the grace of God. And finally, the fourth truth you need to know is that you are not alone. You are not alone. You might not have your mom there. You might not have adequate support around you. But the Lord won't allow you to go through what you're going through all by yourself. Amen. Hebrews 13, 5 says, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. That's what the Lord said. I'm not going to let you go alone. Amen. Lord has promised to be with you every step of the way. And then listen to this verse, Psalm 27, 10. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord, listen, will hold me close. The Lord will hold you close. Even if your father and mother, even if everybody else walks out on you, the Lord won't walk out on you. He's going to hold you close. Amen. Would you do me a favor and let's stand together. Let's stand together and let's take a moment. Let's take a moment to look heavenward where our help comes from. Mom, I want you to take a moment. Let God minister to you today. Let God's grace come upon you today. Let God's spirit, come on. There's some moms in here that need to be encouraged today. There's some moms that need to be valued today. And God in his grace and his mercy wants to come around and just touch you and encourage you. Come on, moms. Let's put our focus on Jesus. The worship team is going to help us to do that. I want you to listen to the lyrics of the song. 
And I want you to just pay attention to them. And I want you to own them. And I want you to personalize them. With you, I'm pulling me through. 
most powerful pictures in the Bible of what what the Lord thinks about moms is uh, whenever Jesus was on the cross and he, he, he just told John, hey John, take care of my mom. It shows you his heart that he had for the role of a mother. And I know you have younger moms, you have older moms, you have moms in here that are just starting and just they just have a kind of a fresh slate, so to speak. Then you have moms on the backside and said, man, I wish I would have known the Lord in the, on the beginning. And so, and so some, some of you, maybe you feel an enormous amount of failure or regret. Listen, so you got moms in between all over in there. You got some moms in here whose children are not talking to them. You got moms that, that feel all those things that we just mentioned. But I want you to know that the Lord knows where you're at today. And He loves you. And He wants to help you. He wants to encourage you. So would you just bow your head with me today? You know, the only way that you will make it in life, some of you have adults, you have men in here. You have people in here that didn't have that mother figure, didn't have that nurture, and you're struggling. Said, "I wish my mom would have been around. I wish my mom would have been there. I wish I'd have had. I wish I'd have had a mother that loved me." Whether you're a mom that's struggling, or whether you're somebody that wished your mom. Listen, the Lord says, when your father and mother forsake you, I will take you up. The Lord wants to come into your life, and He wants to make up the difference that you that the this. The void that you have in your life. Jesus wants to come in and fill that void today. He has an amazing way to just cause your life to be healed and for your life to be strengthened. If you hear today and you say, Todd, I don't know the Lord in a personal way. I don't know that even if I died, I would get to spend eternity with Jesus. I want to be a Christian. I want to live the Christian life. I need the power of God to be a mother. If, if, If you fit this bill, I want you to just right now, just raise your hand and say, Todd, pray a special prayer for me. I want to, I want Jesus to be my savior. I want Jesus to be my Lord. Raise your hand and raise it high. I see your hand right over here. Anywhere else. Raise your hand right here. I see your hand. Listen, those of you that are raising your hand, raise it high and just wave it at me and say, that's me. I want Jesus to be my Lord. I want Jesus to be my savior. Listen, those of you that raise your hands, all over this place. I want you to, right here, I want you to pray. I want you to lift both your hands for just a moment. And everybody else, I want you to pray with me. Say this, Lord Jesus, thank you for being the perfect parent, for dying on the cross, for shedding your blood so my sins could be forgiven. Lord Jesus, today, I surrender to you. I give my life to you. Lord Jesus, I need your love. I need your help. I need your support. I need your grace. Jesus, 
Would you meet me today right where I am? In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Now listen, those of you that had your hands raised and pray that prayer, listen, in the pew, you'll see a little trifold that'll say welcome, okay? I want you to fill that card out and I want you to come up here to one of the altar ministers that'll be up here, ministry workers that'll be up here. And I want you to hand that card to them and they have a gift for you. We have, a, we have something to help you get started on that journey, amen? Congratulations, that's the biggest and the best decision that you could ever make, amen? Amen. Now listen, for the rest of the moms, we gonna we started with prayer for the moms. We're going to close with prayer for the moms. Men, let's love up on our moms. Treat them special, not just today, but every day. Amen. Those of you that still, your mom is still around. Encourage you to love on her. Reach out to her. Just uh, honor her. And God's going to honor you. Amen. Let's, let's close in prayer. Father, thank you for every mom. God, we pray your grace upon them. Lord, thank you for raising up strong warriors in our families. Mothers that are warriors that, Lord, won't abandon their post, but stay in the game and continue to, Lord, just even in weariness, day in and day out, do the job that you've called them to do. Lord, may they find supernatural comfort and strength through your spirit today. God, I pray the blessing of the Lord, the favor of the Lord for every other mother and for every other child that is without their mom today. Lord, bring peace and comfort upon them. Lord, we love you today. We honor you and we thank you, God, for your grace that is with us today. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody that agreed said amen.